the realm of the spirit, you see what is on your shirt. The Lord said me, your name is what is on your shirt. Hallelujah! What is your name? Rose. What do you have on your shirt? I don't know why. Where is my mama Ghana power? I saw fire jumping from her and coming to you. And I'm trying to understand why. When I looked at you, I saw her. When I saw her, I saw you. Are you a nurse? You're in the medical field. Yeah. Go to her, put the mic on her. I'm a nurse. Were you married before? Okay, go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that he's about to bless the Campbell family. Prophesy. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. Prophesy. I saw God taking words and ran with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? Who is like Ogaga, Ogaga? Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, that's me. Yeah. Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria. Maria. Yeah. <laughs> because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. It's my first name. Prophesy. In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. You had surgery, major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. I'm sick right now. Where? In the, in the lungs. You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How yeah. can I know these things? You know one thing about you, you are real. <laughs> Clariosto improdovida shalakate le mande. Provein den kishta agosta alova kalamande le pronde ligista. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. That the Lord will touch you wherever you are. I pray that the Sulam anointing shall come upon you as you listen to this prayer. I pray that your spiritual ears and your spiritual eyes and your spiritual understanding shall be unlocked this day. I pray that the mysteries of Jehovah God shall be released unto you. I pray that you may know his power, that you may know his love, that you may know his might in your life this day. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. May what was impossible become possible now. Lande le kishta avuka la bronde le kishta vara kiase. Mevra tufta ika la vande le bronde dia. La clariosto fradeike le kishta avuka talamande. Laisti constelestain glory fantelino. Mevretita atuva kashuka pravedia amande. 
Langa tita labra de liga oka pavake tila mandele pronde vikate. Zila kusha mevrafia azufeke. Kinkaraba sonte lekeya azuke prade kista amandele kushta. Prava kushte ikaraba kantele teleba sovare. Makusha arade dia azaka talabante. Monde le kashte iza azuva. Meria azuka dalamande karabatoshte. Kapro soto lomande le keshta azuka ramande. Mavo, mavo, mavo. I pray that my encounters with the Lord will become your encounters. I pray that every single angelic visitation that I've experienced, may the Lord favor you today. May the Lord give you the grace to see the things that I have seen and beyond. I unlock you in the prophetic today. I release the Sulam anointing upon you today. May angels ascend and descend upon you in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. May the Lord be glorified through your life. May the world know that Jesus is alive by reason of him manifesting himself through you. I decree and declare as a prophet of God, there will be a difference from this day. When you stand before people, when you pray, there will be a change. That people will know that the Holy Spirit is upon you and he has anointed you to do the work of God. To be a shield for your family. To be a defender of your family. Let it be so now. In Jesus' mighty name. When the Lord Jesus was announced to be the savior of the world, he was only a young boy. Now you notice what happened to David is happening to Jesus. David is announced to be king, a shepherd boy. Jesus is called the good shepherd. But Jesus is called a good shepherd before he has any cattle. And David is not, is, he does not have his own sheep. He's looking after his own father's sheep. But the same God is anointing both people when they are not yet what they are supposed to be. You may not look like where you're going right now. It may not seem like you are where you're supposed to be. But I'm here to tell you, you are in the right place at the right time Hallelujah. with the right anointing. And at the proper time, you shall be lifted up and God will show what he was doing in the... Sit, 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 sit. Learn to be secretive. 
Hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Learn to be what? Secretive. secretive. Unless you're secretive, God can never confide in you. Will you tell somebody a secret that talks too much? No. Will you plan something with somebody that announces to everybody? No. So why do you think God is going to do that? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. From today, let your actions tell people what you're doing. Amen. I receive. When they see boom, they say, ah, when were you working on this? You say, ah, I've been working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Uh, this has been going on. Yeah. Become secretive. So I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying, God with us, and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Uh, what is that? I saw him go and he was looking for something like one or two. I saw him doing this, throwing seeds. When people are throwing seeds, it means they have a calling, a pastoral calling to feed people and to raise people. Huh? You said what? I saw an interesting thing. I saw, I think, 6300. When I got to this place, I saw an address like 8111. The angel told me, walk five steps. I walked five steps and I saw like unit five. I saw a two. I saw a nine. I saw another nine. I saw a three. I saw a zero. I saw a P. It's like a Bayview or something like that. But, huh? I don't know what this is. I'm seeing a D, an R, and an N. But I don't. I'm seeing a company that has like an IS something. I can't see the whole thing, but I'm seeing like an I and S, something entertainment. It's a very strange word. I used to have a business called IC Entertainment, so it's I S. <laughs> In the realm of the spirit, you see what is on your shirt. The Lord said me, your name is what is on your shirt. Hallelujah! What is your name? Rose. What do you have on your shirt? Hallelujah! Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why. Where's my mama Ghana power? I saw fire jumping from her and coming to you. And I'm trying to understand why. When I looked at you, I saw her. When I saw her, I saw you. Are you a nurse? You're in the medical field. Yeah. Go to her, put the mic on her. I'm a nurse. Were you married before? Divorce. Okay, go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that he's about to bless the Campbell family. Prophesy. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. Prophesy. I saw God taking words and ran with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? 
Kenny's like Ogaga, Ogaga. Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, that's me. Is Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Professor. Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria. Maria. Yeah. <laughs> because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. My first name. Professor. Professor. In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. You had surgery, major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. I'm sick right now. Where? In the lungs. You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How can I know these things? One thing about you, you are real. God bless everybody. This is Prophet Lovi, and I am excited to be back on at this time, wherever you are in the world, and I know God is going to minister to us in a mighty and powerful way. I want everybody to take time right now to share this, uh, this live stream, wherever you may be. I want you to share it because God is going to be speaking to us, and God is going to bless everybody that is going to come on. So, I'm going to be going on with the part two of the hand of God. And um, I, I want you to be ready. Uh, I, want, I want somebody to be ready. And I want you to share this as much as you can. Uh, sometimes I, I just love it coming on at this hour. Because it's more, it's just in the realms of the spirit, it feels some type of way for me. But uh, I, I'm blessed to be on here. I see my daughter Ashley, my daughter Vida, and uh, I'm grateful for all the people that are here, my son Fabian, and uh, uh, my son Bishop Lee, and uh, my, my big sister Ebube is on here, uh, my son Zion is here, my son Henry, uh, Kimberly, my daughter, God bless you, uh, Satesh says greetings from India, India is blessed because of you. Uh, Everybody, whether you're on Periscope, I want, I want to see you uh, sharing this. I want you to let somebody know. I want you to call somebody. And, and I know God is going to be a blessing unto each and every one of us. Uh, my daughter, Betty. Betty is here. My daughter, Rebecca. Elias. Um, uh, Taylor, God bless you. Taylor, Taylor, my daughter, God bless you. Melissa Nelson. Uh, uh, everybody, I just, God bless every single person that is coming on. Let me see, on, on, uh, on uh, YouTube, I have uh, official Chikezi, God bless you. Uh, Irma, God bless you. Uh, my daughter Yolande, God bless you. Fatima Pei, God bless you. Uh, G Miso, God bless you. Uh, Kim Elias, my daughter, God bless you. 
every single person coming on, my sons and daughters and, and just those who are part of the Elias family, I welcome you all in the mighty and powerful name of the Lord Jesus. And I am excited for today. I want you to share. If you've shared it, say, I have shared, prophet. And God is going to bless us in a dangerous, 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 dangerous way. Amber, Elias, my daughter, God bless you. Darian, God bless you. Uh, my daughter, Darian, God bless you. Antonia, God bless you. I'm seeing so many people coming on. I want you to keep sharing it. Because this is going to be a blessing to somebody. Now, those who were listening the last time a day ago, when I spoke about the hand of the living God, everybody now understands. I'm praying at least you understand who the living Jesus is. I call him the living Jesus. You know, everybody say Jesus Christ. Some people say the Lord Jesus. I say the Lord Jesus too. But my own way of calling him is the living Jesus the living Jesus, because he was, he is, and he is to come. He's alive forever and ever and ever, Amen. from beginning everlasting, meaning that he never began. <laughs> you know, I call him the living Jesus, my living Jesus, the Jesus that is alive forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Amen. So uh, um, I believe that the Lord Jesus is going to bless somebody today. The living Jesus is going to touch somebody today. And I'm going to be talking about the hand of God. The hand of God, part number two. Now, we're entering into functioning. I explained to you what the hand of God is or who the hand of God is. You have understood that the hand of God is actually God himself, the power of God. Because everything that a human being does, you don't do it with your feet. Your feet get you to a certain location, but the strength of a man or the strength of a woman is known by their hands. Strong legs can make you move, but what gets the work done is the hands. That's why the Bible says, and he shall bless the work of your hands, not the hands of your feet, the work of your hands. So the manifestation of a man's strength or the manifestation of a man's ability is not in their mouth, but it's in their hands. Their ability their ability, their ability to make happen what God has put in their hands. The Bible says that God created the heavens with his hands. A creative person needs his hands. Whether you're going to be on a computer, whether you're going to, your hands have to work. So the hands represents the strength and the ability of a man. Hallelujah. Glory be to the Lord Jesus forever and ever and ever. <laughs> Philip says, I've been working on out my arms. God bless you. <laughs> so somebody needs to understand that. So when the Bible is saying uh, the hand of God, we know it is the ability of God that is displayed through his hands. Whatever you speak, you must make happen by your hands. You don't make things happen by your mouth, but by your what? Hands. So I'm going to be speaking about how the hand of God can be upon you. Because the Bible says, the hand of the Lord is upon me. And I was taken in the spirit. 
So functioning in the Holy Spirit is about the hand of God being upon you. Somebody can have this Holy Spirit. There's a lot of believers I know have the Holy Spirit, but the hand of God is not upon them. The hand of God represents the ability for you to manifest what God has given you. Yes, it is in the Holy Spirit that people can perform these things. But why do we have so many people speaking in tongues and there's no power? I feel like I'm, I'm on my own. We have people that can shabra katalaba, hey, but zero manifestation of any power. That when they see people manifesting power, their first inkling is that it's fake. I remember uh, 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 I was just posting, uh, uh, you know, you guys know when the videos, like before I stream now, there's some videos that play to just get people ready for me to come on. And it gives me time to get anything last that the Lord wants me to have. Anyone who knows me and is close to me, you know that I don't prepare for these teachings. They come to me divinely. It's actually kind of uh, strange how it comes. I never plan anything. It's the Lord who speaks to me. And that's the prophet's function. Is to be a, a speaker of what God says. So I purely speak out of divine inspiration. Not out of... Um, thoughts that have been put together for me to do. No, purely out of inspiration. Prophet Eli speaks only by divine inspiration. That's how I speak. Now, I want you to capture this. I want you to understand this and I want you to understand it very well. Apostle Nathaniel Leon, God bless you. This is a very anointed apostle of God. Very, very anointed. His voice, I wish I could sound like you, Apostle. When he speaks, you feel God. <laughs> I was explaining to some of my sons today and I was telling them, you know, there are people that you hear them and you know God didn't call them. You don't even need to go spiritually to see it. Thank God that I'm a prophet that I can see in the realm of the spirit to know if there's really a calling. But you have to understand that Saul, God selected Saul by how he looked. He's handsome. Surely he looks like the Lord's anointed. Ah? <laughs> so... Your voice, if God has sent you to speak to people, there's a certain presence that you carry and there is a certain voice. The ability to draw people to listen to you is part of the manifestation of the anointing. Wow. And when you listen to Apostle Nathaniel, he's, there's a way he communicates. You just want to hear him. You want to hear what is this man saying? Because it's a grace to be a voice of your generation. The great prophet Jason Esrada, God bless you. God bless you. He always calls me Major Seer. Because <laughs> he knows I'm just not a prophet. I'm a seer. I see 24-7. Glory be to the living Jesus. Now capture this. I'm going to be speaking about how the hand of God can be upon you. How the hand of God can be upon you. God has not, in the Old Testament, now you have to understand something that I'm going to explain. And my son Maluk asked me something and he brought up a scripture uh, about the prophets having the Holy Spirit in them. Uh, pull it up. I'm going to show somebody, something to somebody. And I explained to him and he was like, wow. Ha. So he was speaking to a man of God and he was telling the man of God that, you know, in the Old Testament, the Spirit of God could not inhabit people. And the man of God brought up a scripture brought up a scripture and, and, and I explained to him what the scripture meant. 
Now, the difference between prophets, and remember, this difference does not mean prophets are better than anyone. The prophetess melody, God bless you. Uh, you have to understand, that difference does not make a prophet better than a pastor. I, prophet Ellie, I know it for a fact that the office of a pastor is greater than the office of a prophet. Because the Lord Jesus said, I will give you shepherds after my heart. Now the shepherd is the most important person because he's the one that keeps the flock. A prophet goes, goes to prepare the flock for the shepherd, the great shepherd, which is the Lord Jesus. But he doesn't really like keep them together. Only a pastor can do that. An apostle comes to set the foundation, make sure that the sheep are in order. But he does not look after the sheep. A teacher comes to make sure that the, the sheep know the voice of the shepherd. But he's not going to keep the shepherd. The evangelist goes to bring the sheep. But he's not going to look after the sheep. Only the pastor has to deal with the sheep because he's married to the church. That is why the, 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 mar the, 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 the finger, the marital finger represents the pastor because he's the only one that is married to the church. Comes rain, comes sunshine, and he's the one that is going to be there. Now, I thank God because I am a prophet seer with the grace of a pastor. That's why I can pastor people. I can be patient with people. It's a grace that the Lord Jesus gave me. If you notice, a lot of prophets actually cannot keep a church. Their churches are never big. But when they go out, big crowds, but them themselves, they cannot keep a church. It takes a prophet with a, with a pastoral grace for him to keep a church, to be a prophet and to... It takes grace. It takes the grace of the living Jesus. It truly does. So as much as prophets are special, so are all the other offices. Now, prophets are born with a prophetic spirit. That is why if you look at the story of the, of the prophet that was a wizard, what was his name in the Old Testament? I forget his name. Uh, uh, Balaam. You know, was it Balaam? The one that the donkey spoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Balaam. The guy was prophesying before the Holy Ghost came. <laughs> because a prophet is born with a prophetic spirit. Meaning they are born with the Holy Spirit inside of them. <laughs> that is why the mother of Samson, when the angel appeared, told her, listen very well, don't drink any wine, don't do anything crazy, because the child that you're carrying is carrying the Holy Ghost in them. How, how is that possible? When the Holy Spirit could not indwell anybody. So a true prophet does not manifest when the Holy Spirit comes. A true prophet will already be manifesting before the Holy Spirit comes. That is why the prophets of Baal were actually prophets. God did not even call them false prophets. You have to understand the difference between a fake prophet, a false prophet, and a true prophet. A true prophet is one that is speaking by the inspiration and by the power of the Holy Ghost. Meaning he's not speaking of his own accord. He's speaking according to the Spirit of God. A fake prophet is still a prophet. But he's using the wrong spirit. That is why uh, God spoke to Elijah. Go and stop those prophets. Because they are not prophesying with my spirit. But why do they still have access to the spiritual realm? Because they are still prophets. 
That's why the Bible does not say the fake prophets of Baal. It still says the prophets of Baal. The problem is they were prophets, but they were dedicated to Baal. That's what a false prophet is. A fake prophet is somebody pretending to be a prophet that is not a prophet. A fake prophet is somebody that is pretending to be a prophet and they're not a prophet. I mean, nowadays there are so many of them. <laughs> there are so many of them. It's a shame, but you know, thank God for the fake because the fake always validate the right ones. Because when you meet a real prophet, there is a big difference. So, like an example is uh, uh, the Apostle Nathaniel Leon is actually an apostle with a prophetic grace. He's an apostle prophet. Because the man can prophesy. So, the biggest thing that you have to understand is a prophet is still a prophet. That's why the Bible says, if a prophet prophesies something and it does not come to pass, know that the Lord did not speak. It does not say that he is fake. Now, the problem is if you prophesy and nothing happens, they'll say he's a false or fake prophet. That's not what the Bible says, because a prophet is a prophet. But the problem is you cannot know a prophet. The difference is you cannot know, an example is this. A high school teacher can never give a university student an exam, even though she's a teacher. She's not qualified because a university level teacher is different from a high school teacher. They are both teachers, but they are different dimensions and they teach different things. So a university teacher and a high school teacher, they are different. So a high school teacher cannot test a university teacher. So when the Bible says, test the spirit, you have to understand it's not talking about all believers. Because only a prophet will know a false prophet. Because they are qualified to test them. Because they are in that dimension. So, I cannot come, I, a, a person who does not know anything about the prophetic has never seen an angel in their life. They have never seen the realm of their spirit in their life. They have never encountered the living Jesus in their life. They cannot sit down and judge somebody if the prophecy is true or if they are a real prophet. You cannot. Because you don't have the tools of the spirit to test the spirit. How do you test the spirit? I remember one time a prophet... Uh, uh, a so-called prophet, let me say like that, messaged me. You know, anyone who knows me, I'm a very humble person. I, I, I'm really, I truly, I will not lie to you. I seek to hear the voice of God any way that I can from anybody. It may be a child, it may be a grown-up. I will always give somebody a chance to speak. Now, the problem is, is I know the Lord Jesus. So if you're speaking, I can test your spirit. You know, the thing is like, I was teaching my sons how the prophetic works and and uh, i believe even the first time i met prophet nathaniel and we were all there were prophets on the podium and and uh, and uh, god gave me the opportunity to prophesy and anyone who knows me i do forensic prophecy yes. i'll go straight to the problem mm. now the difference is what people don't understand is this and i was teaching my sons the prophet the prophets that i am raising and i was teaching them that there are things that God will speak and there are things 
that a prophet by the spirit of a prophet will know if this is God's word or if I can investigate somebody's spirit. The Bible says, the spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. So a man's spirit has the ability to search another man's spirit. Because in the realm of the spirit, no detail is hidden. So I can investigate somebody's spirit. So when somebody is talking to me, usually I was saying it to somebody, I was saying that when I ask somebody a question, it's because I already know the answer. But I ask to make, just give you a chance to speak. Not because uh, I don't know what I'm asking. I 100% know what I'm asking. I can test you. And in the realm of the spirit, you will tell me the truth, but physically you may try to lie. That is how Peter knew that Ananias and, and Sapphira were, were lying. He said, did you, he said, hey, did you uh, uh, actually sell the land for this much? How did he know what they sold the land from? It's because he could test their spirit. Then he told them, why did you allow the devil to enter you? Don't you know that you are not talking to me, you are talking to the spirit of God? Because you have lied, there are two young men that are outside. They are coming to pick you up. They just buried your husband. They are coming to pick you up and bury you also. How did he know that they did not sell it for that price? He could see their spirit. He could test it in the realms of the spirit. So you can never say this one is a fake prophet, a false prophet. I saw when, you know, what people don't understand is that the gifts of God make you become persecuted. They persecute you for them. So a lot of people that want these gifts that Prophet Lovey is working with or Prophet Jason is moving with or, or the Apostle Prophet Nathaniel is moving in or, and all the other prophetic sons and daughters, you don't understand that these gifts bring major persecution because not everybody will believe you. Now the, prof, the gifts are never to convince anybody. Only the Holy Spirit convicts people's hearts. Now I can convict somebody through the gift, but I never use my gift to convict people, even though I can use it at any time. The spirit of a prophet is subject to the prophet because a prophet uses his spirit. The Apostle Paul said, I thank God whom I serve with my spirit. So the problem is you guys serve God with your zeal. Some of you serve God with your passion. But a true man or a woman of God serves God with their spirit. <laughs> you serve God with your spirit. You don't serve God because you love people. Nah. Because people will hurt you. Then what? Capro soto lebron de liga savua adeve. La clariosto improdovida. Sebron do ligo sava catalaman de lequida badan de lequista. Lystic Constellestine Glory Fantelino. God is mighty and God is good. So I'm going to be speaking about how the hand of God can come upon you. By the grace of the living God, I did not work for it. I did not work for it. I don't know why to this day I cannot understand why the living Jesus chose to bestow this gift upon me. I really don't know and it will never make sense to me. All I know is that God is merciful and God is good for him to allow me to have this gift and to move with this gift. But anybody can receive it and anybody can grow with it.
I don't know if somebody can hear me. Glory be to Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. Glory be to the living Jesus. So capture this, everybody. Capture this and capture it the best way you can. The hand of the Lord can come upon anybody. Can come upon any, everybody. The number one thing, I want you to go to a scripture. Go to 1 Peter chapter number 5. 1 Peter chapter number 5 and verse 6. Glory be to Jesus. First Peter chapter number five. First Peter chapter number five. Hallelujah. Is somebody there? Glory. Is somebody ready? First Peter chapter number five, verse six. Now listen to this. I'm gonna read it. Verse number six. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand, hand, not hands, hand of God. That he may exalt you in due time. There, humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Now, how can you handle, humble yourself under a hand? So you know the hand is a person. I, I'm talking to myself. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. Why is it not just saying humble yourself before God? Why is it telling you specifically, under his mighty hand? Because the hand of God is a person. The hand of God is the living Jesus. The power of God is actually the living Jesus. I, I feel like I'm by myself. The Lord Jesus is just powerful. So therefore humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. That he may exalt you in due time. What does it mean to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God? Now there is a problem there. The Bible is not saying pray to be humble. The Bible is not saying intercede to be humble. It's saying you humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. Meaning humbling yourself is not being timid. People think this is humility. Ah, oh, I praise the Lord. Oh, God is so good. Ah, God is so kind. Oh, I just love everybody. Oh, hey, oh, merciful God. Oh, the power of God. 
Ah, hey. <laughs> it's called false humility. In order for you to know true humility, you must know what false humility looks like. In the church, there is a lot of false humility. A lot of false humility. A lot of false humility. False humility does not bear any fruits in the realms of the spirit. False humility does not bear any fruits in the realms of the spirit. You may obey somebody. And let me give you a simple example to show if somebody is truly humble or not. If somebody ever disrespects somebody, especially men or women of God, or even the least in the kingdom of God, and then they tell you, God is still working on me, that person is a hypocrite and is not humble. False humility. If I know what I'm doing is wrong, and I'm saying God is still working on me, ah, it means that if you have the ability to know that what I'm doing is wrong, and you're saying God is working on me, it's foolishness. If God showed you something, it means fix it. If it was beyond your ability to fix it, you will fix it. What people don't understand is God can never use a person beyond your brokenness, beyond your character. The sign of a mature man or woman of God, somebody that the hand of God will be upon or rest upon, is their ability and their character within them. Let me tell you something. There are two characters that God looks for. No person will ever be perfect because if you become perfect, you become God. So there will be never a man that will be perfect, but God will perfect you. Let me tell you something that people will say, oh, you know, but uh, Samson was the... Let me tell you, Samson understood the source of his power. What people don't understand about Samson is this. Samson was not tw strong 24 hours. And neither was Samson a big guy. What you see in movies is not how Samson looked like. I feel like I'm out here by myself. Ah, Samson was not even buff. If he was, I want you to think about it. If Samson was a big person with muscles, with all these things, then it would have not been weird for people to see him to be strong. Mm. You know, you have to use your brain. <laughs> Meaning there was nothing about him that represented strength. Because they saw him physically, we can take him, so they came thousands. But they're like, who is this What is the source of his strength? Because they discovered that his source of strength was not anything physical. Wow. <laughs> ah, you are deep, Papa. I am feeling it in my spirit. I am feeling it in my spirit. I am feeling it in my spirit. 
So Samson was not a big guy at all. Uh, there was nothing big about Samson. Now you have to understand now, you have to think about it. You have to also think about the race of the kind of people he came from. <laughs> he was a Jewish guy. Let me just prove to you that Samson's strength was not physical. It was a spiritual thing. The Bible says that he captured how many foxes by their tail? Look at it in scripture. I want you to think about it. Because sometimes, you know, God gave you something between your ears for you to think. What is humanly possible? Okay, what does the Bible say? Read it. You can move close so that they can hear you through my mic. Uh-huh. Uh, it's in, uh, Judges. Judges 15, uh-huh. verse 4. Uh-huh. And Samson went and caught 300 foxes uh-huh. and took firebrands and turned tail to tail and put a firebrand in the midst between the two tails. Okay, he captured how many? 300. Now, how is one ma- person capturing 300 foxes? and putting their tails on fire and releasing them. Is that a physical thing or a spiritual thing? How did Noah get all the animals on his ark? (laughs) So the ability of Samson was beyond physical strength. It was spiritual. How are you, where are you going to find 300 foxes and catch them by their tail and and light them up? Are you people are not thinking? (laughs) And release them in the field of the Philistines. Ah, the guy had power beyond physical. The guy was a spiritual. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You know, even in movies, they don't show him capturing foxes and releasing them in because you can't. It it sounds like a fairy tale. I feel like I'm. Ah, you see. When I start speaking about spiritual, but you see, you have to be a prophet to see this thing. How did he do that? The Bible is, even if you're using a trap, it will take you time to capture 300 foxes. Let's be realistic. And if you're about to release them on the field, how long will it take you to strategize in order to release them? (laughs) That's why they feared him. They're like, uh, this person is not normal. And every time Samson was about to be attacked, he called on God and his strength came, meaning that he was not always strong. But his dependence, his dependence on the strength of God is what made him strong. Because remember, somebody who understands their weakness has the ability to call on God. For your strength is made perfect in my weakness. So he will cry to God and the grace and the power of God will come upon him. And immediately he will go out and do some dangerous stuff. Meaning that Samson was broken. Remember what made Samson fall was not his weakness was giving up the secret of his covenant with God. 
The enemy has been destroying so many believers because you don't know the source of your strength. You have not surrendered to the source of the strength. And you have exposed your hair. You have to understand hair represents glory. So Samson exposed his glory and he was cut from it. So believe it or not, Samson was humble. I, I feel like I'm by myself. Let's pray and, and, and go offline. I'm not seeing any reaction. I'm not seeing any hearts. I'm not seeing any, 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 any emojis flowing on Facebook. I'm not seeing anything flowing in, in, uh, in, uh, on, uh, what is it called, on, uh, on YouTube. I'm not seeing anybody reacting here. I'm just, I'm just seeing people just like, I don't know if it is the shock of the revelation. I don't know which one it is. But I'm loving YouTube and I'm loving Facebook. Kapra diasove keleima azuvakate. Vradoshte iza kura mandele kishta avakatila. Predeligo sovadele kista amando le brondo liga save. Sakora paria azuvakate. So God wants to rest his hands upon somebody. But it requires humility. So if somebody ever comes and tells you, we are rebuking the spirit of pride, you know they don't know what pride is. Pride is of man's soul. It's not something you cast out. It's something you decide to change. It has nothing to do with God. I am rebuking the spirit of pride. Ah, you're not rebuking anything. You're lying to yourself. I don't know if somebody can hear me. So how do we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God? Because God wants to rest his hands upon everybody. Because remember, Jesus is coming soon. And we are delaying the coming of the Lord as long as we are delaying. As long as we delay in doing what the master is asking us to do. If we are not walking with him, we are delaying the coming of the master. We are delaying the coming of the living Jesus. So how can we make the hand of God rest upon us? So anybody who does not understand this part, you will never see the power of God moving upon you. If you spend a day with me, you will know I am a powerful person. Uh, I know I'm powerful. <laughs> Let me tell you the truth. The things that the Lord Jesus has given me to do, I have not even performed 2% of what I can do in public. I have not done wow. it yet. The prophetic already makes people look at me strange. When I was, uh, when I was, uh, and, uh, and God, I thank God because God is telling me that I need to start doing miracles again. Amen. When, you know, when I, when I was opening people's blind, uh, blind eyes and stuff, people came after me, oh, it's arranged and things like this. I've done that so many times. When we have grown limbs, when we have prayed for people who, who had a, a, what is it called, a kidney failure that they had to be in dialysis. All these things are documented. The people are there. Their names are there. Go ask them. But people will not now. The other things that God has, listen, 
the devil is in trouble, in big trouble. Amen. Somebody will say, well, uh, I am not the healer. Jesus is the healer. Let me shock you. Jesus said, go and heal the sick. So who is healing the sick? Technically, it is Jesus healing them because the ability we are given is by the Lord Jesus. But Jesus said, go and heal the sick. So who is healing the sick? But you see, unless you take ownership of what responsibility God has given you, you will not, God will not reveal the way you can work it to improve the gift. Because every gift can be massaged. Every gift can be built upon. Every gift can be improved. Gifts are tools. Every spiritual thing can be taught. So if Jesus is saying, go and heal the sick, uh, so meaning Jesus washed his hands on healing the sick. He did his on the cross and gave his servants the ability to go and heal the sick. And he relaxed. Peter was healing the sick to the point that his shadow, he didn't even have to intercede. People knew if the shadow of Peter touches me, I am healed. It was no longer Peter, please call upon the Lord to heal me. It was if Peter's shadow touches me, it's as good as Jesus touching me. Meaning that Peter was broken and was molded by the Lord to the point that his shadow, to the point that even his shadow was being used by God. I pray that somebody will enter into this dimension. I I pray that somebody will enter into this dimension. Let me tell you something. Amen. People always ask me, Prophet, how are you able to teach so much? You know you only know how to teach what you perform. You can never teach what you don't work in. Wow. I can't teach about prophecy if I don't prophesy. Somebody who, anybody can pick up the Bible and speak about prophecy. But a person that can really teach you what the prophetic is, is somebody who manifests the prophetic, because I know how I got there. So I can bring everybody to that point. The gifts of God are not exclusive. They are available for everybody. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. Amen. Glory be to the living Jesus. Amen. So how do you humble yourself? Now look at this. Let me talk about healing a little bit. Peter is going to the te temple and he's with John, the great apostle. They get to the temple, a man is saying, ah, money for the, for, the, for the disabled. And Peter stopped and Peter said, silver and gold I do not have. But what I have, he did not say what God has. You know, you need to read the scripture with your eyes open. Peter did not say what Jesus has. He said, but what I have, I give it to you now. Rise up in the name of Jesus. Huh? <laughs> you know, the scriptures come to challenge our spirituality. It comes to challenge us to push up, to force, and to become strong in what God has given us. But some people are afraid to put themselves on the line to say, I'm going to pray for you and God is going to heal you. Because they are not sure that God is going to heal because they don't have it. It happens by accident. Okay, an example is this. For a long time when I was in, uh, in primary school and in high school, I used to run a lot. Like one of my favorite things was to run. I used to run a lot and things like that. 
I did not run for years, even though I've, I've, I've been training MMA for some time and I haven't trained in a long time. But I haven't been like actually running, actively running. So when I got back to working out seriously, my cardio back the first week, ah, I hurt my knees, I hurt my, <laughs> I hurt my, my, my ankles, it, it was terrible. It was, ah, that week was the worst week ever. But I pushed through it. And now I'm running like two miles every single day. I'm, I'm killing running like, it's, it's because now even my confidence of running is back because now I am doing it again, so I have it. I know where my cardio is, so I'm not afraid, oh, I will not be able to push through or it will be difficult. Already in my mind, I know that I have at least two miles inside of me. So you measure what God has given you by your ability. It doesn't matter what time I know I can prophesy. So I can tell somebody confidently, bring somebody and I'll prophesy to them. I will tell them what God is saying. Remember, Elisha said this. He said, why is the king going this and that? Bring them to me and they will know there is a prophet in Israel. If you say that in church today, they will say, ah, you are prideful, you have pride. But they don't understand that the Bible says, make your boast in the Lord. Daniel goes to the king and says, king, why do you want to kill anybody? Everybody. Give me three days. Don't dreams and visions come from God. Give me three days and I will tell you what the Lord said. Huh? <laughs> he gave it a timeline. He said, within three days I will tell you your dream. Wow. Somebody who cannot prophesy will never say that. And he knew how to get the answer. He told his brothers, fast and pray and I will fast and pray. The first night, he called his brother and said, hey guys, stop fasting, I got the answer. Went to the king and says, uh, this was this, this was that, that was this, that, because he had it in him. When, 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 when uh, uh, um, Joseph was in prison, when Joseph was in prison, he told the, baker, the, the cup bearer, when you go, don't forget me, because he knew he can do it at any time. He was already famous for interpreting stuff. He was a prophet. So he was like, ah, when you go, don't forget me. <laughs> this ability is 24-7 functioning. That is why I always, that's why, uh, that's why I always tell people. That's why I always tell even my sons and daughters that are zealous for the prophetic. I always tell them, wait, be thou patient. Some of them will even want to prophesy to me. I'm looking, I'm like, ah. And I just, I'm like, my children, be patient. Be patient. Everything is God told me, God told me, God told me. Even me, the master prophet, I don't say God told me all the time. If you're around me, you wonder, how is this guy able to switch gears to be super spiritual? And the next minute is like the most funniest normal human being. He just... Is because I know the place of everything and my gift is possessed by me. When you have reached a certain level, you don't even, God doesn't need to tell you, you can inquire of him. I can say, Papa Jesus, what's your opinion concerning this? I don't need to wait for him to say something. The more spiritual you become, the better human being you become. You relate to fleshly people better. 
If your spirituality makes you bump head with, with natural people, it means you're not spiritual, you're carnal. Why? Because when you become spiritual, you can see where people stand. You know their position, so you deal with them according to where you are, they are. It's easier. So I won't expect things because I can see where you are. But if it makes you hyper-spiritual whereby, oh, I saw a demon there. I saw a spirit here. Oh, I turned like this and there was a demon over there. It's like, don't you see that you're seeing demons because you're not qualified for where you are? You go insane if you're not careful. Be thou patient in due time. The way you see me prophesy, I have not even reached my potential, full potential of the prophetic. No, not yet. Not yet. Ah, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. So understand this. Understand this, children of God. Understand these children of God and understand this very well. Go to the book of Jeremiah. Go to Jeremiah. 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 The book of Jeremiah. Capradia. Uh, Go to the book of Jeremiah, chapter eight, chapter 18, from verse 3. Amen. Listen. Glory be to God. So I went down to the porter's house, and I saw him working with clay at the wheel. Is this King James? I'm not sure if this is. No, I need King James. You know, for me, um, do you have the King James? Yeah. Can I have your Bible? Can I borrow your, your thing? This just came in my spirit. Karabasante uh, lebrede kiasapa. It's 18, right? Jeremiah 18 from verse 3. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheel. Mm. And the vessel that he made of clay was mirrored in the hand of the potter. Hands or hand? Uh -uh. Hands or hand? Hand. Married in the hand of the potter. The reason why I always tell people to read KGV is because it will give you the, the most closest to Greek and Hebrew. Hand, not hands, hand. So he made it again another vessel. And I seemed good to the porter to make it. Then the word of the Lord came to me saying, O Israel, can I do with you as this porter, saith the Lord? Behold, as the clay is in the, in the porter's hand, so are, ye in my, so are ye in my hand, O house of Israel. At what instant I shall speak concerning a nation and concerning a kingdom to pluck up and to pull down and to destroy it? 
What is God saying? Notice, the power of the potter was in his hand, in his ability to shape something. Not in his hands. Because remember, the hand of God, the right hand of God, is the living Jesus himself. So the Bible is talking singular, hand, not hands, hand. So God is saying that, why aren't you in my hand? You are in my hand already. Israel is a chosen people, people that are already born again. God will never complain about people that are not born again. God will always complain about born again people because they should know better. The people that are not born again, God is trying to bring them unto him. But the people that are in his hands are the ones that frustrate him. He's saying, you are already in my hand. Why can't you allow me to do with you what the potter is doing with the clay? Let me tell you something. Some of you, you are molded by your spouse. Some of you are molded by the experiences you went through. Some of you are molded by your childhood. Some of you are molded by different people that you have been watching and listening to. God's desire is that you be molded by him. There are people that came and gave you the right influence. But there are many others that did not give you the right influence. So unless God has the ability to crush the clay. Remember when something is already formed. And is dry. When, we, when I was in school. We did like a, a, a session where we, we worked on clay. And we, and we made pots. But if the pot was already dry, you can't just put water for it to become soft. You have to break it. Once it goes in the fire and it becomes hard, if you drop it, it will break. Cling. And then you have to put it in water for a certain time for it to get back the form to be soft and for the potter to begin to be able to crush it. The word of God comes to break us. The spirit of God comes to soften us. Then the living Jesus comes to mold us into his image. So God wants to mold you into his image. He said, for those who he foreknew, he also, conf- he, he also, uh, he also, he also uh, uh, predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. So remember, Adam was made out of the dust of the earth. He is clay. So the nature of man is to be moldable. That is why you can mold. Any human being can change at any time if they are willing to. Because the nature of man is to be flexible. No human being can ever say, this is how I am. You know that is somebody that is comfortable in their own image, not in the image of God. I am talking to myself. I am talking to myself. The reason why some of you keep going to, I need deliverance, I need deliverance. There is no demon, you need to change. Listen, I can deliver people. I see in the spirit and I will see and tell you somebody has a demon and they don't. And I don't only say somebody has a spirit. I have the grace of God to cast out that demon. A true person that carries the spirit of deliverance knows how to bring people out on things that are demonic. The Lord Jesus said, and I have come to preach deliverance. You cannot cast out spirits unless you know how to 
preach deliverance. Deliverance begins by the word of God that is preached unto somebody. Not to, by screaming fire, fire, fire. Fire, fire, fire will never do anything to somebody unless you preach deliverance. The Lord Jesus delivered more people, not because he was only powerful, but because he preached deliverance. That is why I love Apostle Nathaniel. He preaches the word of God. Anybody that can speak the word of God by revelation has the ability to deliver people. Because the evidence of the power of God is in the lives of people that you change. Not by the noise that you make. Not because people fall down and roll over. It is because when somebody leaves your presence... It should be as if they have met Jesus himself. That their life has changed. They want to pray more. They want to seek God more. They want to live for God. They are dedicated to God. Not because they are condemned. Not because they are forced. But it comes out of them the desire to walk with God. Because the spirit of man wrestles against the soul because the spirit of man is always desiring to do the will of God but the soul wrestles with it so a true man of God has the ability to empower the spirit of man to overtake the soul in order for man to change everything is not the devil stop stop you're punishing yourself for things that has nothing to do with anything I have never seen this because it shocks me that believers glorify the devil too much. Stop. Listen, not to say sleeping around is good. But you don't see Samson being cast out a demon of lust. Because it was a character thing. It was not a demonic thing. It was a character thing. He needed his character changed. And because his character did not change, it cost him his eyes. What does it mean? It cost him the sight of the spirit. If your character is not changed, you will not be able to see in the realms of the spirit. There will be a limitation. For the enemy will be able to steal your eyes. Meaning you will not have the ability or the spirit of revelation in you. Stop, 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 stop it. The Holy Spirit does not... Let me tell you something about deliverance. The Holy Spirit will never deliver somebody from their friend. If stealing is my friend, God will not deliver me from my friend. God can only deliver me from my enemies. So if it is something that is coming because of the spirit of the devil, God will make me know that the devil is involved. For me to hate that devil, to hate him for God to deliver me, God will never deliver me from my friend. The woman that was a prostitute had six demons inside of her. When did the Lord Jesus cast out the demons? You don't see it. But the Bible says, Mary Magdalene in whom the Lord cast out six demons. When she came and realized that there is a spirit inside me making me go after prostitution. The moment he realized there is a spirit inside of me causing me to be in prostitution. When the Lord Jesus forgave her her sin, the spirit also left. Because remember, a demon can never possess somebody unless there is legal ground for the demon to stay. Prophet, come, 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 come. Demonic oppression and demonic possession. Get, get the prophet a chair next to me. Demonic oppression and demonic possession. Now, it won't even be seen. Demonic oppression and demonic possession. Let me explain to you. Let me explain it. I don't know if I should say this. Maybe 
maybe this will be will be a little uh, uh, incorrect. Uh, you wanna move this? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. This may be this may be incorrect. Some people's feelings may be hurt, as pe especially people that love deliverance. I'm sorry to say this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Ah, you know, when I'm under the anointing, I don't care. I will tell you the truth. Ah, that's when the spirit of the pastoral goes out and I will set you straight. Let me tell you why people, a lot of the people, prophet, that go to deliverance ministries is because of fear. Men of God have put fear in you. <laughs> me and prophet, we were watching something today. I will not mention the person. But me and the prophet, we were watching somebody today. And the person was like, three witches came. They took your spirit. They did this. And the, and the, and the thing kept changing and changing. And ch there was no prophecy. God was not speaking. Mm. I looked at prophet. I said, prophet, you and me can prophesy. This man is not prophesying. It hurt me because that person left there thinking that their spirit is under a river somewhere. Some of you love deliverance ministry because you are afraid. Let me tell you the truth. I'm going to be super honest with you. Prophet, what does the Bible, as every, is anybody, everybody is sinning? Uh, can I shock people? Can I say something that some people will not like what I'm saying? Please. But I'll tell you this. A demon does not possess somebody because you sinned. It's a lie. Yeah. Because everybody can sin and everybody sins. Mm -hmm. So what is that making the demon possess somebody? It's not sin. Ah, people are not going to like this, prof. Listen, I'm not telling anybody to go sin. Sin is bad. Mm -hmm. But sin is not what makes the, dem the demons possess you. Yeah. It's not. Because everybody sins. I, prophet Lovi, I can fall in sin. And I do make mistakes. Mm. A demon does not possess you because you sinned. A demon possesses you because you have given him a place. Yeah. You have given the demon a place. Listen to what the Lord Jesus said. He said, if a demon is cast out of a house, that demon will go to the dry places and seek other demons, seven more spirits, stronger than itself. And they will come back to the house that was cleaned. But notice, there was no one occupying, occupying that place that was clean. And it was a clean house. And it was a clean... That's, you are prophets. The house was what? The house was clean. It was a clean house. How did the demons come back in and make the person's condition worse? So demons don't enter you because you are clean. They enter you because you made room. You made a, you you gave them. Remember, spirits look for accommodation. The Holy Spirit looks for accommodation. When it comes to a person, whatever if you make the couch available, the Holy Spirit will stay on the couch. You make the master bedroom available, the Holy Spirit will enter the master bedroom. You make the whole house available, He will fill all things. He will fill all things. You have to understand the Bible says, and he was full of the spirit. Not everybody is full of the spirit. There's a difference. The Bible says when Jesus was full of the spirit, he began to be led. If you are not really being led by the Holy Spirit, you're not full of the spirit. Wow. There was no vacancy inside of him. 
if there was somebody that needed to be possessed, was David. <laughs> David went and killed his, his best friend. Took his life and because he was walking. Now watch this. <laughs> you know what I love about this word of God? It's because it's true. It tells you the good, the bad, and the ugly. And it shows you salvation. David is walking around. And he sees the wife of his friend showering. How did he see? You are in the palace. You are king. How did you pass by to just see the wife of your friend shower? It means you are spying on her. Use your common sense, people. Do you know how it is difficult for you to go and find somebody's wife showering? And he saw it. He was like, okay, I'm going to send my friend front line. So number one, he was a murderer. He murdered, and remember, thou shalt not what? Envy the wife of your neighbor. He did not only envy, he killed his neighbor and took his wife. <laughs> Morgan, <laughs> Megan Morgan said he's a creep. <laughs> he was. He was. He was creeping at that moment. Look at this. He kills his friend, takes his wife, impregnates his wife. Mm. Then the prophet came to him and said, King, there is somebody that murdered his friend and did this and this. What do you think the punishment should be? He was, ah, that person must be finished. This. They need to kill that person. And the prophet said, that person is you. He fell down and said, woe is me. He began to repent and fast and pray. So people who are judgmental are people, you have to understand that he became, you know what he calls to be, it's called to be a reprobate mind, is you have no guilty conscience of the wrong that you have done. It's normal, it's like breathing. But you talk about him and say, a man after God's heart. You don't understand. The part after God's heart is this. The more he made mistakes, the more he ran after God. You have to understand what it means to be after God's heart. It means he never possessed it. Somebody who was chasing his heart. Not somebody who possessed his heart. God wants us to be like the Lord Jesus, who possessed the heart of his father. Not to be like David, who was chasing, sprinting after the heart of God, and the heart of God kept moving. I feel like I'm by myself. Yeah. I don't know if people are hearing me. YouTube, YouTube, are you there? Periscope, are you there? No, that's really good. I don't know if somebody is listening to me. Glory be to the living Jesus. Amen. Now listen to me and listen to me good. Periscope is on fire. Bless the Lord Jesus. Now listen, listen, listen carefully. True humility is dependent dependence on God. Knowing that on your own you cannot, that you need God. 
true humility is knowing that you need God. That is true humility. Not so-so humility. Not kind of humility. True humility is that you need God. You know that you are imperfect. You are incapable. Unless he becomes your strength, you have no strength. That is where true humility begins. Number two. True humility is expressed by your ability to follow the man or woman of God that God has placed in your life. Some of you, if your pastor tells you do this, you will not do it. Because to you, he is not God. To you, he is not Jesus. What you don't understand is this. If Jesus saw it fit to choose him, to instruct you, and you disobey that person, or you lack the honor that that person deserves, it means you're dishonoring God. Because as far as God is concerned, you can never follow a God that you cannot see without following a man that you can see. Mm -hmm. That is why Peter said, follow me as I follow Jesus. Mm -hmm. Meaning you can never follow God without following a man of God. Anybody who tells you find God for yourself, let me tell you, that is a doctrine from the pit of hell. Uh, can I tell it how it is? Say it again. Say it. It's a doctrine from the pit of hell. Mm. I don't care if your pastor told you that. I don't care who told you. That's a doctrine from the pit of hell. It is not in your scriptures. Mm. If you say find God for yourself, what you're saying is that you don't need an apostle, you don't need an evangelist, you don't need a teacher, you don't need a prophet, you don't need a pastor. It means that God wasted his time grooming people for years to be able to be a blessing to you. Mm. That in itself is pride. It's a doctrine from the pit of hell. An example is this. I know uh, 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 Apostle Nathaniel is here. He's a man of God that understands this. My brother, Prophet EJ, is here. You guys have no idea the forces we contend with to stand and speak to you. Some of you will never understand the extent of the forces we contend with in order to minister to you. True men and women of God, our tears are in secret. You don't know when we cry by ourselves. You don't know when we are on our own confused. You don't know when things are going difficult for us, but every day we stand and minister to you. We forget our own problems. We forget our own issues. And you come and say, prophesy to me, and I will seek God concerning you. Not knowing that me, myself, I'm in pain. Men of God, I thank God because in my spirit, we have matured to a place whereby uh, Jesus is the one that can take any burden off me. You will never know if I'm suffering. There's just no way to know. I passed that level by the grace of God. But you don't know what it takes to stand before you and minister. So if God is purifying us 
through the things we are going through and perfecting us. Who is he perfecting us for? You. So that you can do better than we will ever do. I want everybody that follows me to have a deeper prophetic anointing than I will ever have. Because if I leave this world with the grace that God has given me and he never benefited anybody, I failed. I don't want to be like Prophet William Branham. He was a great man, but nobody took after him. Nobody from his immediate circle can do what he does. Nobody came out with that. Isn't that crazy? Somebody who was forensic after him was prophet, unless I'm missing something. Was there anybody that could do William Branham, what William Branham can do? Not at all. That God had to find some people in Africa and bring them to this country yeah. and show you forensic. It's weird. Yeah. And you think this is, you really think this is where it started? No, it didn't start yet. Some of the ancients of this thing were people like Prophet William Branham. Yeah. Some of the fathers of the prophetic movement. Listen to me, people. Allow God to mold you. Get out of pride. Stop it. Mm. You think you're loving God, but you're not. You can never love God unless you prove it to a person that is less. You know, let me show you the wisdom of God that is in foolishness. The Bible says that the wisdom of God looks foolish to carnal people. Yeah. God can prick Prophet Lovi and has chosen Prophet Lovi that may have a lot of weaknesses, but he saw it fit for Prophet Lovi to have that gift. You who is perfect, why don't you have it? And you think God is crazy. It means that God is showing you that what you think is not what it is. Yes. If you are so good, why can't you do the things that a person that is bad is doing? So who is really good in his books and who is really bad in his books? Because if you are perfected, then you should outdo me. Yes. How can somebody who does not even have a dollar come and tell you that, ah, you need to repent because God has given you much and you have not done anything with it. You, where is yours that you can do? <laughs> That's deep. <laughs> I love something. I love something that Prophet Angel said one time. He said something interesting. He said that, he had posted that he had just bought an, uh, a car for his wife. He had bought like a Ferrari for his wife. And somebody posted, he says, ah, there are so many people who are hungry. There are so many people that are this, and you bought your wife that car. Why don't you sell that car and feed the homeless and the poor? Prophet Angel said, first of all, begin by selling that laptop that you're using to comment this and feed the poor around you, then come and tell me to sell mine. Thank you, yeah. Because everybody assumes that we live off people. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> come be a pastor, you will see. <laughs> that is why Abraham rejected when the kings came to give him stuff. He said, so that you say you made me rich. I don't know if somebody's catching this. Your prayer as a child of God must always be this one thing. 
God give me the spirit of brokenness. Because brokenness is the realization when your eyes open and see that you need more of Jesus. You need God's hand to be upon you for you to change. Because God can never be upon somebody. Hands cannot never be upon somebody that is not willing to be molded by him. The Bible literally says that Jesus learned submission, that Jesus learned humility. It means, now you have to understand why the Lord Jesus, his name is the greatest name ever. God Almighty is taking the form of a human being. No one has ever given God orders. <laughs> Here is God in the flesh. Joseph is saying, hey, Jesus, go polish that table. It's going to be picked up. His mother Mary is saying, Jesus, go wash dishes. Ah, I am God, you me, Jehovah in the flesh. But the, the Bible is telling you he learned submission. He learned humility, meaning that humility is learned. Is not a spirit. Humble yourself therefore in the hand of God. Meaning that you can actually stand and choose to be humble. The reason why some of you are still going around the circle. 24 7. 24-7. 24-7. 24-7. 24-7. You are still in the same circle. Going round and round and round and round. is because of one thing. See, the children of Israel spent 40 years around the same mountain. Not even around the, sa the same wilderness. Same mountain, meaning they were seeing it and going around it. Mm. Now you have to understand what the Bible literally means by that. Some of you, instead of going past the mountain, instead of overcoming the mountain, instead of moving the mountain out of your way, you're going around the same mountain, meaning you're going around the same issue. The Bible says that the potter had a wheel next to him. And you know, when you're doing pots, you use a wheel yeah. to mold it. Some of you, you are still in the will of God because you have not allowed him to shape you. Every time he's shaping you, you are forming something else. So he has to break you down. The Holy Spirit has to come. You have to have brokenness. He has to soften you up and start again. Then when he starts shaping you, you feel like you're entering into a flow. You start doing your own thing. He crushes you again. So you're going around the same thing, not because there is any demon. There was no demon that was making the children of Israel go around the same mountain. God said, these people's hearts are wicked. Until they all die off, then the generation after them will enter the promised land. Why? Because their hearts refused to change, not because there was a demon. There was no devil. Many times what keeps people in cycles is their character. There's a woman I told, listen, the Lord spoke to me concerning you. And God gave me a solution to bring you out of your problems. The woman told me, ah, the Lord is the one who allowed me to be in this problem. I said, oh, I said, God bless you. <laughs> a prophet is coming to tell you, God is giving me a solution to bring you out of your problem. If you will listen to my words, God will remove you from that situation. You tell me, no, God has chosen this season for me. Let me tell you, what father in his right mind wants you to suffer? You are saying God is evil. The Lord Jesus said, you, good, you human beings that are evil, give good gifts to your children. How much more for your father that if you ask him for bread, he will not give you stone. If you ask him for fish, he will not give you a serpent. So you are saying God wants you to suffer. 
it is never in God's will for anybody to suffer. Anybody that suffered in the Bible is because of their stiff nakedness. God is telling them, go left, they want to go right. He lets them go right until they suffer and learn. Because the only way man's spirit changes is because they have suffered and tested bitterness. Now some of them also get to that place, they suffer, and they enjoy suffering, they think their suffering makes them spiritual. So they stay there, yet the Bible is saying that they shall be rich and the world will see them and say, surely they are the priests of God. What proves that you are the priest of God is because you are doing well. Not because you're suffering. Come on. Crusty lips, the Lord Jesus said, even when you fast, don't let your lips be cracked. Mm. Don't look sorrowful. He said, anoint your head with oil. Clean yourself, stand in the presence of people. People should never even, you should not even look like, ah, today. Oh, ah. Ah, but God is good. Foolishness. I'm waiting on the Lord. They don't know what waiting on the Lord even means. Waiting on the Lord means remaining in Him. When was God ever late for you to wait for Him? I'm, I'm waiting for God. So God is late. <laughs> he who has everything in their hands. Thank you, sir. I'm waiting on God. <laughs> Lord, where art thou? <laughs> oh Lord, where art thou? Somebody is not catching me. Mm. Oh Lord, where art thou? <laughs> oh Lord, where art thou? No, that's not what it's about. Remove rebellion in you. Mm, Be moldable. When somebody corrects you, take correction. When somebody is saying things even they are mean, listen for the things that are good. If it's not true, even if they're saying hurtful things, don't care about it, it's not you. Let it go past your ears. But if there will be something in it that God may benefit your character, you know that it will benefit you in the presence of God. Tomorrow in church, we'll be speaking about functioning in the power of God. But I cannot tell you how to function in the power of God if you are not moldable. The power of God is in humility. The power of God is in humility. I don't know if you have something to add, sir, before we close in prayer for the people. Let's read a few scriptures. Let's, let's read something. Go to James chapter number 4, verse 6. And somebody get Matthew 23, 12. And we'll finish. James chapter 4, verse number 6. And Matthew 23, 12. And we shall finish with that. Huh? You have to move close so that they can hear you. Uh huh. James 4, verse 6. But he giveth more grace. Where? Continue. Wherefore he saith, 
God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. You want grace, you want to grow in grace, you want to perform miracles, you want to perform this, you want to do that. Humility. The hand of God will resist you. You are moving, it will push you away. That same hand that lifts up is the same hand that can cast down. When you think that you are good enough and you can do it on your own, God will resist you. When people say, the Bible says grow in grace, this is one of the ways you grow in grace. Be humble. I am a powerful spiritual man and I know that I am powerful because of my humility. If I am around prophets that have preceded me, you will never know that I even know how to prophesy. When you see me talking to my father, when you see me talking to prophet William Mundi, when you see me talking about to, to this great man of God, you will never know that I can even do anything prophetic. You will not. Ah, I will ask them questions. I will kneel, I will say, man of God, pray for me. Prophet William, uh, Prophet William Mundi, a great man of God. He was, he was working on a book. Did his book get finished? I was bugging him saying, Prophet, I need this new book. I need this new book. I need this new book. Because you are as great as the hand that you allow to mold you. You're too much, sir. You're teaching good, sir. I receive, sir. I'm just being honest with you. Listen, I serve my father to the highest capacity I can, to the point you think that I am nobody. Because that's the way you get what that person is carrying. So all the mentors that God has sent in my life, they never will take the place of my father. But they are lifted up enough to bless my life. And I honor them with the honor that I give my father. If you don't want God to resist you, change. Yeah, that's good. There are people that are children of God, but God is resisting you. Mm -hmm. God is not letting you go to the next level. Mm. One of the reasons why I love my son, the Apostle John Victor Elias, is when I met my son, my son was a little bit, and he was a difficult man. And I told him, my son, the things that God has for you, this is years ago, are too big. One day I called him and I set him straight where he was. And the day that I knew that this is really my son is because he took the correction. I said, yes, Papa, I will work on it. And from that day, from that day, and I'm telling you from that day, Victor was never the same person spiritually immediately began to grow. Let me tell you the truth. When people see, let me brag on my son for a second. Brag, Victor came one day to visit me and he traveled to come and see me. He said, Papa, God blessed me. If you see him, son, come, come close. Let people just see your face. Mm -hmm. No, no, stay, sir, stay, sir. You can even go behind. I'm just going to brag on him. If, if you think it's not true, go look for him and talk to him. My son Victor flew in to see me. 
said, Papa, I have to see you. I said, why, my son? He said, ah, I really just need to talk to you. My son took out a check, Papa, pray for me. And I want to make a vow, Papa, before God. One thing about him that he always had is when he decides something, he decides it 100%. That's a great quality, and that's an, a, a quality of an apostle for real. And he stood and said, Papa, I promise you that 30% of what I will ever make in my life, I will dedicate it to you personally. I will make you a proud father. Today, God gave me something small. I opened the check. My son, Victor, who you, when you see me, you will not know giving me a check of $10,000. My son, am I lying or is this true? He flew from New York to just come and put it in my hand for me to pray for him. And now God is releasing a big breakthrough for him. In a little while, you'll see. But that's humility. You know, when people come and, and they, I mean, my daughter Kimberly and, and, and Michael, if it's okay for me to say this, I don't know if it's okay, but I will say it anyway. This is the culture of my spiritual children. Kimberly and Michael came, hey, Papa, this, this is... They gave me a check, I opened it, $20,000. Just bless us, Papa, this is our seed. Do you know why their faith is lifted to do that? They have seen me do it. Mm -hmm. When I look at my big brother and, 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 and my big sister, the prophetess Ebube and, 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 the, and the prophet Emmanuel, Big givers. They are, listen, they blessed me. This, this, and, and I'm honest to say it. Where I'm able to put my family, if it was not for them, it would not happen. Listen to me. True humility does not seek recognition. If you're giving for you to be announced, you're looking for advertising. You're looking for a commercial. Yeah. If you want special treatment because of what you're giving, you want recognition, you want, you want advertising, you want to be seen by others. You're not really wanting to give to God. You don't understand who you're giving to so that you can get an exchange of what they're carrying. The sign of great humility. I mean, sons, you can tell me, do I treat any son better than the other? Ah, I treat everybody the same. I will, I, will, I will measure my relationship with you with how you relate to me. But I measure, I, I treat all my spiritual children the same. Everybody. No one will become more special because you did something. You did it to God. You become special to me by the relationship you build. I'm not those people, be, my son, because you have 10 billion. No. Ah, I will never be that person. That's not me. That's advertising. That means also I'm battering you. So those are the people that are in church where now you start correcting them. They say, me, I blessed him. That's why you know, thank God that we are not, we are not controlled by this finances stuff. Mm. God already has blessed us in our own right.
learn to be small so that God can make you great. God shows that he is God by his ability to serve his creation. God is not our maid. He's not even our servant, but he serves us. Because the kingdom of God, the greatest person, is who serves the most. Who serves not only the purpose of God, but serves the man of God and the woman of God. You don't honor somebody because they are good. You honor them because of their position. A true sign of humility is to be able to stand and say, God blessed me with this and it's a lot and I'm humbling myself, putting it in another man's hand so that what they have in them may come upon me. That is the spirit of humility. It scares me when my big brother, Prophet Emmanuel, and his wife, they'll say, oh, our papa in California, say, ah, don't kill me before my time. But I know that it is their heart towards me. We are brothers of the same, and sister of the same spiritual father. But in their heart, they say, no, this one is like our brother, but he's like a father to us. Learn humility. Learn it. When I see my spiritual father, I go on my knees, not because I worship him, but because I humble myself and I remind my flesh, I am a man under authority. That's what makes you powerful, people. These people don't know this. And you wonder why you're powerless. Bowing down is not worship. The reason why people think, think, think these things are worship is because they're not spiritual. They don't even know how to worship God. Because somebody who knows worship knows that bowing down is honor, is not, is not worship. I'm going to do something that is going to be strange. Mm. But some of you need to pray tonight and go before God and say, God, I'm sorry. Open my eyes to see where my flaws are so that I can truly walk in humility. I want to be humble. Open my eyes to fix the areas that I'm weak. Some of you need to humble yourself by your sacrifice giving, sacrificial giving. You know, fasting, one thing that fasting taught me, prophet, the Bible says, I humbled my soul in fasting. When you deny yourself, it humbles you big time. Yeah. Even your voice changes. Yeah. <laughs> it changes you. I want you guys to go to prophetlovey.com right now. And I want you guys to grab your seed, grab your offering, grab whatever God is giving you. I think the cash up stuff and all that stuff is there. Whatever God leads you, I want you to give according to this word. You're going to say, Lord, I come before you, not empty handed, but I truly desire to be humble. What I'm giving, I'm giving out of my treasure, saying that, Lord, I will serve you with everything that I have. And I'm willing to lay down everything for you. Let me tell you the truth, prophet. If God told me 
give your house. Give, uh, you know how I give. <laughs> Somebody yeah. came and gave me a car. One of my sons, his name is Emmanuel, came and gave me a Range Rover when my car lease was done. I'm in prayer, I remembered. My son Claudius has no car. His car is like, ah, this guy can get stuck in the middle of nowhere. I called him upstairs. That day he, he came, he slept over because he works so much like working with me because my schedule is crazy. And I called him upstairs, he came, yes, Papa. I said, I'm very, <laughs> I've played game with him, forgive me, Lord. I said, I'm very disappointed in you. Say you keep coming late. Say I'm sorry, Papa. I will fix it. But all this was for me to really show his heart. I will fix it. I said because I'm angry with you. Here is keys. Hey, your car is outside. Hey. Don't be late again. You are too much. He, lo he looked at me. Was like, <laughs> 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 there is no bone of stinginess in me. When I talk to Prophet Emmanuel, I share, I share prophetic secrets with him. Yeah. Everything that I have, I will share. Yeah. Last time I was meditating with Prophet Emmanuel. <laughs> 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 Prophet, don't kill me. <laughs> I'll keep that as our secret. But I share everything. You know when we talk, I tell you what I know. I, I, do prophets share secrets? Nah. They want to be superior than the, the other person. They want to be the only ones that know. I, there's no such thing in me. I want you to go to prophetlovi.com right now. I want you to give whatever God has placed on your heart, whether you're on, whether you're on YouTube, whether you're on, on, on Facebook, whether you're on Periscope. And I'm going to pray for you. I'm giving everybody about five minutes to do it. About five minutes to do it. Prophet, I don't know if you have something to say. I'm going to use the restroom real quick. I'm going to use the restroom very, very fast. You can declare some things. You can pray for people. I'm going to put it on you, sir. Thank you, sir. Speak to, speak to your spiritual <laughs> Why do you do this? Why do you do this, then? Let me say, let me start by saying this. I think I usually say this. This part is one of the holiest part of, you know, if, uh, do I call this a service? This is, you remember in Acts that the Holy Spirit came upon Peter. And we saw what happened. This is, not, this is I think, giving is, is, is such a sacred moment. You know, and, and I think we need to understand that. And when we give, we must give from that place. Do you understand? The Bible says, do not be weary do not get tired of doing good things i was telling someone the other day you know we're in a the service they say oh you know last service last time i gave three thousand dollars i said no no no. if you if you start t reminding yourself of what you've done that means you're not doing good mm. so now you have to challenge yourself to do better do you understand so that you can come out of that space where it's you know you're, sometimes the recognition we're looking for is not in other people Sometimes we recognize ourselves. We're like, ah, I did this, I did that. You have to come out of that space. You have somebody here. You have Prophet Lovi, who I can tell you this. I've never met a man, personally, that gives the way he gives. 
But the amazing thing about him is when he gives, it's like every time it's like it's mind blowing. Do you understand? It's shocking each time. And it's not like, oh, you know what? I did $100,000 this time. You know, uh, maybe now I just do 20. You know, now nah, it's like he pushes himself. I remember a story was even, we we're talking about this. And God had, to, God had told him to do something in amount. And he, he, he said, I, 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 I second guessed it. And because I second guessed it, I did double of what he, he asked me to do. So now you see God prospering him. And you're wondering why. Why is God prospering Prophet Lobi? Why is this happening in his life? Why is that happening? It's because of the heart that he carries. Listen to this. Remember earlier he said, there's a difference between the heart that you carry and the heart that you're after. He's not a man after the heart of God. He's a man that carries the heart of God. So now in this moment of giving, I want you to remind yourself of the heart that you carry. So if your heart is saying, oh, you know what, last time, you know, it's, it's reminding you, last time I did this, you know, maybe this time I should do a little bit less now. Speak to your heart. And you say, it is in this moment that my heart, get, my heart gets transformed. People, don't, people need to understand that the easiest way to get a heart transformation is given. You're saying, okay, this is where my heart is now. I have to take this. I have to exchange it for something better. Your heart is everything that you carry. Your heart is the thing that makes you function. So for you to get a better heart, you must take everything that you have and everything that you are. Give it an exchange for something better. Some people are giving their kidney, they're giving their lungs, but they've not given their heart. <laughs> like, you know what? Ah... Uh, let me just give my leg. Let me just give my fingers. <laughs> but they haven't given the heart. You haven't given the core. So your transformation happens in that space. Someone just typed, I just started crying. <laughs> because this is the holiest moment. <laughs> this is the most sacred moment in everything that we've been doing now. I was, in, I was in church in, in, in South Africa, and, and maybe I shouldn't say what church I was in. And we're speaking, and we're talking about giving. And I'm, I'm preaching, and I'm telling the people, listen, this is what you must do. For you to climb into a better place, this is what you must do. And I'm, I'm asking, I'm telling myself, you know, I'm preaching really good right now. But what happens if these people are doing this thing and I'm not doing it? And I remember, I remember looking at my account that day before I came to service and I'm saying, Lord, how am I going to do this? And I get to the service and, and we're saying, okay, this person do this, this yes, that person sir. do that. Mm -hmm. And I remember prophets, I remember I, I remember I called him and I said, ha. Ah. <laughs> you know, there are not many times, there are not many people you can call and say, ha, ah, this is it, this is it. <laughs> This time is, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. But I trust you enough, I can call you. And I just, finished, I just finished talking to the prophet before the service. And I'm in the service, and I'm telling people, give. And I'm like, no, I need to give. So I take, I take out, I think, 70,000 rands, which is about $6,000. I take that out and I give. Then someone comes, oh, my son needs this, blah, blah, blah. I you say, I'll take care of it. Mm. 
Actually, can I say what happened? <laughs> Go ahead. The pastor did not even. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I say everything that I'm, I am in this moment. Here you go. So that I can get something in exchange. Amen. You can only get a double of what you've given. You can only reap. You can only get from what you've given. So I can say, here is my heart. Now I want a new. I can only exchange the hearts that I've given. I can't give lungs and expect to get hearts. Now I have two hearts. Then there will be, what's the point of having two hearts? So today, while you give, say, Father, here is all I am. I'm not going to be weary. Then you do this. You understand? You don't say, imagine if I said, imagine if I said that day, okay, here is, here is, uh, here is my $6,000 or my $7,000. This person, this child needs school fees taken care of. Oh, you know, I already gave $7,000. Do, you know, do you know how many people I blessed? Prophet is here. He's, he's, he's preaching his own message. The message he's giving you is here doing deep. We're talking, he's type, is, 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 is typing, he's is, is giving deep. That's my life. <laughs> Are you saying? I live a sacrificial life. So if the person that's here telling you to do is doing, <laughs> what about you that's supposed to be serving? You can only, you can only, let me tell you, so when you were preaching this, I was, just, I was just laughing. You can only be lifted where you serve. When, you, when you're under, you can get lifted. If you feel like, ah, oh, you know, we're in the same brother love you, that. God will push you. He will push you aside. You get pushed when you equal yourself. I can push you, but I can't push you like this. I lift you up like this. So when you humble yourself, you get lifted. Amen. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, it's alright. It's alright. Right. Now you take an Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, Prophet, if you can just stretch your hands with me and bless the people. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that Lord, the spirit of brokenness will come upon people. Everybody that is watching, that they will enter into a true change with you o lord ta La Brondo Liga Satalino, Le Brande Liga Savakita Lamande Le Cora Basica Talama. Father, I thank you for the vision you just showed me. I saw Prophet, a big waterfall, pouring over the people of God. It was like in this vision, I'm, I'm still watching it as, as my eyes are closed. And I'm seeing a mighty, mighty waterfall. It looks like it's rushing and violent, but as it came, up, it came upon the people, it came like showers of rain. I believe that God is renewing his people and putting his people in a new place of brokenness. Some of you will even start to feel like there are some drops of water coming on you. You will actually feel water drops on you. Some of you will even see it physically. Some of you will feel it spiritually. You will feel it in your physical body, but you will look, there will be nothing. Some of you, you will feel like some pressure of like something coming upon you. But there is something new that the Lord Jesus is releasing upon you. Right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray 
that because they have humbled themselves in your presence, lift them up to a new dimension spiritually and physically. Let there be a complete transformation upon them now in the name of Jesus. Mm. I pray that, Lord, the same way you lifted me, the same way you lifted your apostles, the same way you lifted the prophets in the Old Testament, let it be likewise for them this hour and this moment. In the mighty and powerful name of Jesus, may something come upon you now in Jesus' mighty name. May something come upon you now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Watch, people are going to begin to experience what I'm saying right now. Mm. You're going to see it. People are going to type, oh, I'm feeling this. It's going to happen in a few seconds. Mm. Because there's like a delay when we speak, you know? Yes, I mean. Father, in the name of Jesus, mm. if you felt that, I want you to type immediately and you will see something that is going to happen. Father, I thank you for even manifestation of oil will come upon their foreheads, that will come upon their feet, that will come upon their hands. As I touch this oil, as I touch this oil of elevation, as I touch the Sulam anointing oil, in the mighty name of Jesus, this oil may begin to appear on their hands, in the mighty name of Jesus. Karadia savakushte paria azovaki. Meronde liga savakushta malake dika dadamande. Maronde kista aloka paria talavante legista. Randosta ika pravoke telegista. May the malak that serve me, may they appear unto you in the name of Jesus. May they anoint you with the same oil that is in my hands. Karabasiata, look, somebody saying, uh, my daughter Tia is saying, I felt it, I feel it now, dropping on my back and shoulders. Some of you, this same oil that is in my hands, so that you know I'm a prophet, some of you, this same oil will appear on you. In the mighty name of Jesus. And when it appears on you, take even screenshot, take pictures, send it to the, to the, to the, to, to the church, to the email or whatever, send it. And we're going to post it, I'm going to make sure that the office posts it. Prophet Jehu says, I'm feeling heavy power. Somebody's saying, I felt oil in my hands. Somebody's saying, I'm feeling like water, rain drops that are that are, are, are warm somebody Calvin Levy Elias is saying I feel it in my hands this is the oil of elevation that God is bringing upon you in the mighty name of Jesus in the mighty name of the living Jesus may oil appear in your hands may glitters come upon you may evidence of the presence of God be tangible not only by by faith but tangible. La cross atikamande. Karabasia. Somebody is saying I feel fire. Some people are saying I feel oil. Some people are saying I feel fire in my hands. Somebody is saying I feel uh, oil moist in my hands. Look at that. It's gonna appear now. Take it by faith in the name of Jesus. Karabadila azuva katalamande le bradia savakushte. Victor, come, come here quick, quick. Come, all of you, come quick. I'm just going to touch you and bless you quickly. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Somebody saying, I have glitters on my hands. More in the name of Jesus. May it even cover your clothes. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Come quick, quick. In the name of Jesus. Receive it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Come, come, my Lord. Come fast. As fast as you can. In the mighty name of Jesus. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. In Jesus' name. Rakosta kila mandele kista. Revedia sonte. Mevora taliga sonte le prande liga. Maruva kasita la mande liga sove. Meliga sonte liga savadia adaba kia azote limi. Rande gi katala bandele gedele batula mandele giza dabarande ligiza avoka. Meratila azuva karida alabakia azente. Rende liga sova kate. May you receive new tongues in the name of Jesus. Kera mandele gista adovakia radika sove. Mevakuta la mandele brende liga sovakia talamande. Revekista azuvake. Merande kista. Arika salabakia aze. Arika sonte predia sava kushta. Meravaka sunte le mandele brande liga savadush. Revekista, 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 revekista adosha, adonai, rekista adalabia azeve. In Jesus' mighty name, let it be done unto your children. In Jesus' mighty name. Tomorrow don't miss church. It's going to be extra powerful. If you're online, subscribe to my Periscope, Facebook, YouTube. I want you to subscribe. This same anointing will still carry on even if people watch this 20 years, 50 years from now. As long as this video is here and the sound of my voice is on it, the same thing will happen. Uh, Alexis Andrew says, I have glitters on my hands. Uh, Dominique says, I receive it. I'm seeing more people saying that I have oil. Uh, uh, go, go, go down, go down, go down, go down. Uh, Charlie Cake says, I have glitters and oil on my palm. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. More people are going to see this manifestation. Some people are going to feel something. Some people are going to have this manifestation. In the mighty name of Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Abba. Thank you, Elohim. Thank you, living Jesus. <coughs> if you are in ministry, I declare there will be fresh oil over you and it will never <coughs> run dry. Father, I thank you for everybody that is watching. Tomorrow, don't miss service. Don't miss it. I'll be talking about spiritual gifts. And I'm going to pray that God will release spiritual gifts unto the people of God tomorrow. So you don't want to miss it because I'll be teaching on the hand of God part number three together with the prophet. And we're going to prophesy together and God is going to be a blessing unto you. Father, I thank you that this is done. In the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. God bless you and remember the Lord Jesus loves you more than any man would ever love you. In Jesus' name, amen.
spirit. You see what is on your shirt. The Lord said me, your name is what is on your shirt. Hallelujah. What is your name? Rose. What do you have on your shirt? I don't know why. Where is my mama Ghana power? I saw fire jumping from her and coming to you. And I'm trying to understand why. When I looked at you, I saw her. When I saw her, I saw you. Are you a nurse? You're in the medical field. Yeah. Go to her, put the mic on her. I'm a nurse. Were you married before? Okay, go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that he's about to bless the Campbell family. Prophesy. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. Prophesy. I saw God taking words and ran with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? Who is like Ogaga, Ogaga? Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, that's me. Yeah. Kenny it? Ogba Ogaga. Kenny. Ogba Ogaga. Professor. Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria. Maria. <laughs> because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. My first name. Professor. Professor. In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. Hey! You had surgery. Major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. I'm sick right now. Where? In the lungs. You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How yeah. can I know these things? I know one thing about you, you are real. La Clariosto Improdovida Shalakate Lemande. Vein del kishta agosta alova kalamande le pronde legista. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that the Lord will touch you wherever you are. I pray that the Sulam anointing shall come upon you as you listen to this prayer. I pray that your spiritual ears and your spiritual eyes and your spiritual understanding shall be unlocked this day. I pray that the mysteries of Jehovah God shall be released unto you. I pray that you may know his power, that you may know his love, that you may know his might in your life this day. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. May what was impossible become possible now. Lande le kishta avuka la bronde le kishta vara kia sei. Mevra tufta ika la vande le bronde dia. La clariosto fradeike le kishta avuka talamande. Laisti constelesta in glory fantelino. Mevretita atuva kashuka pravedia amande. 
Langa tita labra de liga oka pavake tila mandele pronde vikate. Zila kusha mevrafia azufeke. Kinkarabasonte lekeya azuke prade kista amandele kushta. Pravakushte ikarabakante le teleba sovare. Makusha arade dia azaka talabante. Monde le kashte iza azuva. Meria azuka dalamande karabatoshte. Kapro soto lomande le keshta azuka ramande. Mavo, mavo, mavo. I pray that my encounters with the Lord will become your encounters. I pray that every single angelic visitation that I've experienced, may the Lord favor you today. May the Lord give you the grace to see the things that I have seen and beyond. I unlock you in the prophetic today. I release the Sulam anointing upon you today. May angels ascend and descend upon you in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. May the Lord be glorified through your life. May the world know that Jesus is alive by reason of him manifesting himself through you. I decree and declare as a prophet of God, there will be a difference from this day. When you stand before people, when you pray, there will be a change that people will know that the Holy Spirit is upon you and he has anointed you to do the work of God, to be a shield for your family, to be a defender of your family. Let it be so now in Jesus' mighty name. When the Lord Jesus was announced to be the savior of the world, he was only a young boy. Now you notice what happened to David is happening to Jesus. David is announced to be king, a shepherd boy. Jesus is called the good shepherd. But Jesus is called a good shepherd before he has any cattle. And David is not, is, he does not have his own sheep. Is looking after his own father's sheep. But the same God is anointing both people when they are not yet what they are supposed to be. You may not look like where you're going right now. It may not seem like you are where you're supposed to be. But I'm here to tell you, you are in the right place at the right time Hallelujah. with the right anointing. And at the proper time, you shall be lifted up and God will show what he was doing in the... Sit, 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 sit learn to be secretive 
Hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Learn to be what? Secretive. secretive. Unless you're secretive, God can never confide in you. Will you tell somebody a secret that talks too much? No. Will you plan something with somebody that announces to everybody? No. So why do you think God is going to do that? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. From today, let your actions tell people what you're doing. Amen. I receive. When they see boom, they say, ah, when were you working on this? You say, ah, I've been working. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, this has been going on. Yeah. Become secretive. So I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying, God with us, and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Uh, what is that? I saw him go, and he was looking for something like one or two. I saw him doing this, throwing seeds. When people are throwing seeds, it means they have a calling, a pastoral calling to feed people and to raise people. Huh? You said what? I saw an interesting thing. I saw, I think, 6300. When I got to this place, I saw an address like 8111. The angel told me, walk five steps. I walked five steps and I saw like unit five. I saw a two. I saw a nine. I saw another nine. I saw a three. I saw a zero. I saw a B. It's like a pay view or something like that. But, huh? I don't know what this is. I'm seeing a D and R and an N, but I don't. I'm seeing a company that has like an IS something. I can't see the whole thing, but I'm seeing like an I and S, something entertainment. It's a very strange word. I used to have a business called ICN Entertainment, so it's I-S. <laughs> <laughs>